when somebody offers you something, you always say to them that's offering you the free stuff, what time do you need me to be there? <laughs> if you really want it, you'll come and get it from the people that are giving you stuff. If you don't really want it, then don't tell the people you want it. <laughs> All right. Not so southern gentleman. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Are you really though? I am. I am. Really. Because yeah. Sean, I want to talk about something that happened that hasn't happened in a very, very long time. A DC movie crossed the one billion dollar worldwide mark. Now that has not been done since some Nolan since some Christopher Nolan was involved in some movies. Aquaman is the biggest DCEU movie in the world. Officially, that's cool. I like it. I'm proud for Jason Momoa. Like that's huge for him. But and and, but, and I'm happy for that. But but it's it's Aquaman. <laughs> you that's, know, mm. I mean, everything I know about Aquaman, you know, is is just the many ways to make fun of him. Like I, I don't know. Well, I get it, but but like we talked about last week, I'm glad Momoa's taking control. He's brought his own style to Aquaman, and obviously it's successful. I, I haven't been to see it. I probably am going to wait for the DVD. I, I will be that guy. I'm just going to wait. I'm not giving my money, any more DC move money, until I'm happy with a product that I get in DVD, and then I'll go watch it in the theater the next one or whatever they bring. But I'm, yeah. I'm happy for this. And maybe this will give them the money and the, oh, well, if we do more things this way, maybe we can start making quality films. Let, let me start by saying I am not actually surprised by this. I mean, Marvel has done this time after time. Guardians of the Galaxy, are you kidding me? They're making that movie? Ant-Man, what? It's a comedy? Paul Rudd, What? You know, we've, we've been through these things. We just haven't been through these things with DC. That's the surprising part. Warner Brothers, that's the surprising part. What's not surprising about this is that, once again, rumors abound that um, just like uh, Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman almost leaving the production to get the movie she wanted done, Jason Lynn almost left Aquaman at one point because just of because the Warner suits. Brothers? Yes, because the suits were wanting to get involved in a way that it was going to be a detriment to the movie. And then the Zack Snyder stuff happened. And apparently w w the story is that they backed away at that time. And, you know, that they saw like, okay, let's do do what you think. If you got any vision, go ahead and put it in there. And he put in a vision. And it worked. I Like we said before, these guys need to bet on their directors. They need to bet on these creative people being creative. And, I, I don't, just, and it's been a success. It, that's just ridiculous to me that, like, why would you hire a director? Why would you hire a screenwriter? Why, why would you hire all these people to make this movie if you sitting up in a high castle wearing a suit thinks that you know more? If you're such a good director, go down and do it then, suit. You right. know, well, wh whoever these higher ups that Warner Brothers are have to be just complete morons. Well, so you know, not well. Themselves. Hold on, hold on. This you got to remember. This formula works for every other kind of movie they make. 
I mean, this is a tried and true formula for them. That's why they keep pushing it. They are not getting it that comic book and pop culture audiences are a different animal than they were in the 70s or 80s or the big audience they're looking for is currently of the other movies they make. This is not your your mom's movie studio. I mean, but they they get it right with so it's Warner Brothers. So let's talk about what what they the lesson they should have already learned from Harry Potter. Harry Potter is a success because J.K. Rowling would not let them do the movies without her being on the set, without her input into those movies. She just was going to tell them no, unless right. she was there. You know, the, on the set, the director went, oh, mention Dumbledore's ex-girlfriend, whatever, something like that. And J.K. Rowling's like, oh, no, 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 hold on, no, 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 that's not his character. <laughs> let me explain something to you. And, you know, she was there molding that clay. And that's what needs to happen in these kind of movies. Just like Marvel has proved time and time again, you need somebody with vision molding, setting down at that wheel and molding this to what their that vision needs to be. Not, they don't need somebody standing in the doorway going, ah, you, bit, you missed a spot. Ah, you need more water. Yeah, 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 my, my whole pottery. I'm going to get into ghost here in just a minute. But what it you is... You start singing. Demi Moore. Demi Moore! Does this greenlight any future movies? Oh, absolutely. You don't get... You, you're definitely going to get it Aquaman 2. Automatically. Billion dollars? Yes. It's going to happen. But somebody needs to stand up and take notice. This they have well, to I mean, go. That somebody at Warner Brothers has to go. Oh, a billion dollars, and this happened. There must be an equation here I can figure out. That has to be somebody's thought process. You want to replicate that? Whatever y'all just did, please do that again. Nobody is that stupid to go. Oh well, this was a one-off. Let's go back to the way we were doing it. If they are, they're crazy. They deserve to burn. You, you, I can't. I can't wait for the next movie to flop so hard, <laughs> so hard. Suicide Squad like, Two. <sighs> no, that'll that'll actually be good. That's James Gunn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and if the suit's getting his way, he'll probably tell us all. It'll so be it'll another awesome. Spider-Man 3 is what that'll be. Oh, oh, y'all want to get involved? Okay. Y'all, have y'all met Sam yeah, Raimi? James James Gunn's homage to Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that'll be awesome. You get an, oh. all, an emo freaking uh, uh, Harley shot. Quinn. Oh, no, no, shot. no. Emo dead shot. That'd be awesome. There's a dance scene. Will Smith's all, woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, so Aquaman, $1 billion. Where's the Joker film gonna fit in? Where is the oh. Batman gonna no, fit no, in? No, no, like, no, no, no. I am like, not. I'm not giving that movie any time. I'm not. I'm not expending any thought process to that. I don't know what's going on. Let me be surprised. I'm not trying to figure that puzzle out. That that's gonna open a doorway to hell and Pinhead will pop out. I don't know. Because if you have thoughts, just, go ahead. This is not me. I mean, I just don't understand how this movie came out, made a billion dollars. In the near future, you have movies that technically aren't even in your universe if you don't want them to be, which is Joker, we're going to start filming Batman, Wonder Woman 84 is next year, that's just, you hope that's good, you hope that lives up to the bar that was set by the first Wonder Woman, and now the bar has been raised with this. When, when we get these giant timelines for Marvel films, and it has all these, you know, years and dates and months and 
projected out four and five years. Where is DC's version of that? Where Where's my next Superman movie? Like, that's a big question. Where's Where's my next Justice League? You know, where Where's my cyborg solo film? My Flash solo film? They le- the lesson they le- no the lesson they learn from those is that they're not they don't work for D- for Warner Brothers. Twenty twenty, see, gross. But it's probably because they were like, uh, we already meddled with that one. We need to uh, remove the meddling. I don't know. I don't I know. Would, I, I I wish them the best. I'd have made a billion dollars if it wasn't for you meddling Warner Brothers. Don't you know how many directors have said that? Quite a few. I, I really want to see some more. Out of the, you know, the Justice League. I want to see some more Superman. That's what I, you know, I, I'm I'm a Superman fan. And the last bit I got was, don't I don't count Batman versus Superman. Ugh, no, no, nowhere near it. And then what? He's in like 10 seconds of Justice League. Yeah, I don't, know. I, don't I don't think we'll see another, another huge Avengers type. DC movie. I, I mean, besides Suicide Squad, which worked, I mean, you may have a, a bat, you may have a hero pop into that again. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if they'll do. I mean, it, it may take a few years. They may consider it again. I mean, like if if a billion Aquaman makes a billion dollars and Wonder Woman uh, pulls off a, another, you know, out of the park and. You know, they get this Batman, and the and the next Batman movie is great. They they might look at it again. I don't think it's in the cards right now. Now I think we're looking at twenty twenty one twenty two before we even get a hint of a DC big budget crossover movie. Let's move over to the uh, uh, greener grass of Marvel. It looks like we may be getting a Lady Sif TV series coming to Disney Plus as well. Uh, with I saw that Jamie Alexander reprising the role, and gosh, she's great. She is, but it makes you wonder where has she been? Well, where, where, uh, realistically, Cause, cause, I mean, yeah, she's I, she's been in blind spots. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, all of her uh, all of her teammates are dead. Half all of her. Well, friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, all the all the Warriors three are dead. Great. Yeah. Hell, I killed all them. They've been dead for a long time. And yeah. we don't know whether Lady Sif got snapped or not. So I, I just, uh, I seen this and I was like, man, that's cool and all, but you should have included her a little more before you give her a TV series. Like, I wanted to see her more in the movies. Well, she originally was going to be in uh, Infinity War, which she may be in Endgame. They haven't said. But her, right. she had conflicts with filming Blindspot at the time, which has been really successful for her. Um, so th- that's just real world stuff. Right. Uh, I'm not too worried about that. But I'd be happy to see. I, I loved her uh, in that character and when she showed up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I'd be happy to see more more of what she's got going on. Yeah. I mean, that. Uh, give, well, me, give me, you know, the Marvel, the Disney goodness... You, you can keep spoon-feeding that to me all day long. I mean, but think about that. That would be uh, Lady Sif. That'd be Loki. That'd be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon, Captain America and the Falcon. Um, and Vision yeah. and the Scarlet Witch. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> and then let's add to that. Let's go ahead and, and Disney Plus and say we're going to start Daredevil there again and uh, a couple other things going on well, there. That's the weird thing. We can't. 
Now, in their legality, they can't start there for three years, but they can be on the big screen. Right? I heard. I heard it was two. I heard they couldn't do two years. Yeah, any new. I, I still say. I still say for me, my next landing spot for Daredevil is on the big screen. That's right that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. It you know if if that were the case, I would love to see them on the big screen in the two year interim, and then have mm-hmm. have their series again because there there is no way that we are done with Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Just absolutely no, no way. That he is Kingpin now. Yes, just like John Barenthal is the Punisher, Vincent D'Onofrio is the Kingpin. That that's just hand down and. and uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yes, he's he is dude, Matt Murdock. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, he's Matt Murdock. Those three castings are some of the absolute best. Like best. Uh, I may I may have to I, say this is the year of Kingpin because not only did we get D'Onofrio in a, in a wonderful performance as Kingpin on Daredevil season three. Lev Schreiber as Kingpin in Into the Spider-Verse was pretty daggum terrifying. Oh, good old Sabretooth. I loved it. I'll, yeah, so I'll take I. him again. Yeah, that was a good one, man. He was that, was... that was a good part of that movie. Here we are once again talking about Spider-Verse. Well, let's talk about <laughs> Spider-Verse a little more because we got news that the Spider-Verse sequel will be two years into the future of Miles Morales. I literally just read right before this. I closed the article. He's retracting that just a little. He said that about the time jump that it ah. may not be that big of a time jump. Well, that that was the question I was going to pose because at the very end of the movie, you of course see Spider Gwen have a hand out of the uh, out of a portal saying, "Hey, I need your help." Right. And uh, now, but. You know that I think that is going to tie in because th- this is separate. So they they're going to do a Spider Verse movie, but it's the female versions of the sp- like Spider Gwen, Silk, Spider Woman. That that nice. was the that was the announced. Um, and you know what universe you should... universe sequel, but this was talking about uh, Miles Morales sequel. Okay, at the end, the the other one with Gwenpool, they they or that's what I was gonna say. They should have Gwenpool. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying Spider Gwen. Yes, Gwenpool. No, rather than Spider Gwenpool. Gwen, they should put Gwenpool in. Oh, why I not? Love why not? That would be great. Who would who would you voice Gwenpool with? Oh, dude, I don't know. Uh, what's somebody her na- hilarious? What's her name out of um, Veronica Mars? Oh. Uh, you're talking about like Dak Shepard's wife? Yes, she is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, I'd be down for that. That'd be funny. She'd do it. Sean, talk to me about this Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier, a Netflix film. Netflix that is going to star uh Ben Affleck. Let's see. Let me let me bring up this list here. Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, Oscar Isaac. Pedro Pascal, you know, Garrett Hudland. We hadn't seen him in a while, but he, he's he's there. Uh, dude, that the the list right there is just awesome. I, I cannot wait to see this movie. Um they're all ex special forces 
And, I mean, they just tell you in the trailer, you know, it, it's time to get paid for the skills that they have. It appears that they're going to take down a very large cartel for a huge amount of money. Something like, I think during the trailer, you see the guys holding like 75 million cash. So I think they're going to use their special special forces skills and uh, go take out some bad guys and try to get paid. This gave me a very the town feel. I mean, not just because Ben Affleck was there, but like right. this, this remind, this reminded me of that town, the town trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So, um, you know, kind of like a, a town meets, uh, three Kings. Well, there's, oh, a, there's I, a movie, three Kings. That's uh, a that movie. Ice cube and, uh, uh, Clooney. And who's the other one? If you had asked, if I had said it and you hadn't asked me, I would have been able to tell you. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> This looks so good, you know. I, I just think that 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 casting for a Netflix movie, like, how did this get done? I, I'm so excited for that. I really am. I, and in a movie like this, with this pedigree of actor, this watching this and the the quality of it, I just thought this is it. This is the future. We're you know how long till theater is dead? And we just watch our blockbusters on Netflix. I mean, dude, did you ever think, you know, three or four years ago when you were watching Netflix, you would think you would ever watch a Netflix original that had oh, a member already, of they, Game of... They've already done so much. I mean, like, just the Castlevania series alone. I'm good. You don't have to do anything else. Just do that. Or the Voltron. I mean, like, who knew that... They would do that. Netflix would be the successful Voltron reboot. You know, uh, next thing I'm looking at, you know, Robo. Maybe they'll do Robotech, or maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll. Maybe they'll have a series of movies like a Marvel universe that they do. I don't know. Oh, like Brian Michael Bendis's universe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's the potential Netflix may replace. You know, they bemoan the merger of uh, Fox and Disney as a loss of a movie studio. I'm very sorry. I think we're seeing the rise of movie studios. I think Netflix, Amazon, and these streaming services are going to be huge contenders in the movie studio industry because they're getting it right. It's going to be a free-for-all, and these old studios need to figure it out real quick how to get this stuff done. I just thought of this. This is totally random. What do you think? How many people, and I'm talking individuals, butts in seats, how many people went to see Aquaman opening weekend as opposed to how many people watched Bird Box during the Christmas holiday? You know, there were probably more people watching Bird Box. There were probably more butts on couches, people chilling at home watching a Netflix movie than there were watching this billion-dollar film, which probably means Netflix made a good chunk of change. I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I'm ex- this seeing this quality of film coming out of a Netflix original is very awesome. This Friday, Punisher season two, man. How how excited are you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, that are first you- season just destroyed me. <laughs> It I, is, uh, I was serious. I remember watching that that first season. I was so like it is. It was the first time since like Breaking Bad that I've been like sitting around at the TV, just like rubbing my palms together. Like, oh my goodness, this is so intense. 
who's going to live, who's going to die, what's going to happen. And I, I'm totally ready for this Punisher season two. Uh, that's amazing because Karen was all over that. And you hate Karen. <laughs> I know. I, I despise Karen. And, and Punisher, you know, it, it, it's okay. It's really good. And I, I can't wait to see uh, Jigsaw. I, I like the masks that they have going for their little team. It It's going to be so good. I, I'm pumped for this. So, really okay, am. here's my theory. This okay. time around, mm-hmm. you're going to get a team up. You're going to see Daredevil in this. You think somebody teams with Punisher re- this time rather than Punisher teams with somebody else? how Punisher showed up in the last bit of uh, yeah. uh, Daredevil Season 2, I think Daredevil or somebody shows up in Punisher. Like the last that, bit, he'll need some help. He's on the ropes. Suddenly, fly, you see you see a baton fly in and knock somebody in the face, and we're ready to go. We're getting hallway fights left and right. It'd be if, awesome if that happens. I'm going to be shocked, and I'll have to send you a, a text message right as it happens. It'd be like, "Yep, you're right." Because I, I just don't know. I don't know if they'll take it down that path. That, that'll be awesome. Oh, man, now you got me thinking outside the box, and I'm like, oh, that would be so awesome if Daredevil showed up. Or who knows? Somebody else they have rights to. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Let me, but but speaking of who knows, will you will you explain this reboot to me that, that, that you posted on here? Because this has me worried. Well, not, well, I don't know about that. There article came up that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles may possibly get a reboot later this year. Um, you know, and I didn't go much further than that, but that's a that's a great idea. What if the success of those new two turtle movies, which are fun, if you if you if you can let it go, they're fun. They are they're popcorn fun movies. They're they're, the, they're not the trucks, man. <laughs> I know. I know. But no. that that may have gotten to the point where somebody goes, "Hey, let's go back and, and do these a different way, maybe the right way this time." You know, maybe they will CGI the old suits but more realistic looking. I don't know. That would be amazing. Get some of the voices back, but have good writing, have great get, borrow a choreographer from Daredevil and and have hallway oh. fights with the turtles or sewer fights. Oh. I'm sorry, sewer fights with the turtles. No, I, I just need one thing. I just need whoever designs the costume to actually look at the face of a turtle. <laughs> yeah. That's all. They have beaks. Partic- particularly beaks! the nose or lack thereof. <laughs> the beak. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Gosh. Another turtle movie. So let me talk about one of the things that I've... You still haven't watched the new Star Trek series. Season 2 is about to come out. Okay. And uh, we got some news today... That Michelle Yeoh's character, Captain Giorgio, may be mm-hmm. getting her own series, which is kind of exciting if you've seen the first season and you know what's going on with her. Um, did I explain anything about her to you the last no. time? Okay. And if I have, I've slept since then. So, well, please refresh me. Her character is is twofold in in the show, like. The, the main character trained under Michelle Yeoh's character in the real universe, she died. Well, they pulled from the mirror universe that Giorgio, who was the emperor, 
at the time. The the mirror universe, she was the emperor. She came over to the regular timeline. So and she is still alive and active in that timeline. So she may possibly be getting and she is in the second season. She may be getting her own show. Um, which is kind of neat. So the way the mirror universe has always been portrayed as evil versions of the characters in Star Trek. If you're not familiar with that, I'm sure everybody is. Mm-hmm. But um, the way uh, Discovery did it, they weren't evil. They were darker. Like um, the captain, the main guy, uh, uh, Jason Isaacs, out of the first season, is is kind of likable. And you know why he makes the, the military decisions he does. He's cold about it. But he's right, and he makes the right decisions to get them in and out of places to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. And you kind of understand that's how a captain has to be in war. And um, you know he does in the end do you know do some selfish or whatever and, and gets his comeuppance. But I mean, you could see a spark of kind of like this guy. <laughs> so uh, I mean, they can they can do that, and I would be excited to see if. If it's even half as good as Discovery's first season, I will watch all of them. That's awesome. Sounds good, man. Did Hold you on. see the Game of Thrones trailer? That's what I was going to jump into next. Let's, uh, oh, dude. I, honestly, I, I watched it and I was hoping that there wouldn't be much there because I don't want to know. I just, like, I seen something the other day that was talking about Maisie Williams and I was like, I ain't even reading it. I don't care. I don't care what she says. This is one season, this is one series where I want, I think I'm going to try to do it. It'll be the first time I've ever done it in Game of Thrones. I'm going to watch it week cold. to week. You're going to go cold. You're going to go I'm, in. You're going you're gonna to water cooler this. <laughs> yes, I'm week to weeking it. I, oh I, I, I want to be surprised every Sunday. I, I don't want to be like, well, I, I heard a rumor that so-and-so dies, you know, Oh, now I'll have to watch it, waiting for that moment to happen. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do this the right way, the way everybody else does. I, I'm excited for this. This is like huge. This is a moment, you know. This oh. is like, well, I mean, I remember feeling like this for the last season of Lost. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. Last season of Lost was awesome. It was. They weren't dead the whole time. <laughs> What if, hey, what if Game of Thrones ends and they were all dead the whole time? <laughs> it was just a story. That's all it was. It was just, it, oh, all, it, it just ends, it just hey. ends with George R. R. Martin closing a book and looking at the camera. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it ends with uh, Ned closing the book and he goes, and that's how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh I'm excited God. for this Game of Thrones. Um, you know, I, I seen a bunch of people on YouTube. Let's break down what this teaser means. Oh uh, please! I, I don't. I it don't means know what nothing. It means. It's a vis- It's a vi- like obviously, and it was obvious to me what it was. I mean, it was, it was the children. It was Ned's children all together, seeing a vision through Bran. That's exactly right. what it was. It was just a clip of that. It's just a vision. It could mean anything. It may be in the first episode. It may be in the last episode. And they have to they have to figure out what that vision means. Nobody knows what it means. It's just a vision. I mean, they gave us nothing other than 
I do look. love I do love the fact that when the cold starts setting in, Arya and John are quick to draw their weapons. And, and I can't think of her name, just stands there like, oh. Sansa. She's not trained. Sansa. She's not weapons trained. Yeah. Well, you know, she's going to. She's my 100%. If I had to push a button and say 100%, this person will die, it would be Sansa. <sighs> Don't you think? If you had to pick one and say 100%. Oh, if I had to pick one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if. The what? Knowing George R. R. Martin, R. 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 Martin. How many R's? Seven or eight? Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't think it's going to end up the way you want it. But oh, I know. I, it it it's Game of Thrones. It'll never end up how I want it. No. Okay, so when we were putting together the show notes, I was alt tabbed around, and I heard you just. Do you like to explain this? Not really. Not really. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, up, you're like you're. I'm still upset. Lee, okay. <laughs> Lee Feld put out a tweet that said the X Force movie's dead, victim of the merger. Which, I mean, a lot of people are assuming this because Disney doesn't do R rated. I mean, right. they can, they can, they can still do it under the Fox banner. They own Fox. They could just go Fox movie R rated X Force. Blah blah blah. Well, here's and this is a random thought just now. Do you think the re-release of Deadpool 2 as PG-13 was to test the waters to see how Deadpool goes over as PG-13? It's a thought. I mean, I don't even know how it did. I couldn't find I couldn't find how they did the numbers. If it was part of Deadpool 2 or it was a standalone movie on its own, I just don't know. That's because it was a secret mission. Yeah. You're not supposed to find out until the PG-13 version of X-Force comes out in three years. <laughs> That's that that probably, may that may never come out as that well. That probably may never come out, man. I know, I know. When when all this gets official, I'm gonna be like, "Sorry, Rick, uh, you're new mutants." And I know you were stoked for that one too. I was stoked for that one, damn it, because that's what I want. I want them to take superheroes and throw them into different genres. Take a superhero western, do it. I'll take it. I want to watch it. Oh, don't me. worry, J- James Gunn will do that with Brightburn for you. <laughs> That's not a western. That's a that's a superhero horror movie. Oh wait, that's what I'm New excited. Mutants was supposed to be. Yay! Urgh. All right. Anyway, what do you got, Sean? Did you get anything this week? No, man. No. What uh, are you doing? Uh, working and parenting. I guess I guess I'll cover you. I got two things. Um, okay. So the new G one Transformers reissues have started hitting across the United States and I got a Optimus Prime. Now this is nice. the release is only the cab. Mm-hmm. It's not with the trailer sadly, but I mean if you've if it, it's very nice. It's it's oddly it has the long smoke snacks that they took out because of safety issues years ago and wouldn't put them back in. You had to get knockoffs or bomb from Japan. It was weird. Anyway, um, it's a very great, it's, it's awesome packaging. Looks like it came out straight from the shelves in the eighties. Um, and I love it. It's great. Um, it's wonderful. I may, ha- I may have to actually pick that up. I would you know. suggest you wait for clearance. I'm just going to okay. say that now. Um, it, it looks like they're selling quicker than some of the others did. Unfortunately. Right. So, if you only see one in your local Walmart, go ahead and get it if you want it. But 
I, I think I think these may hold. I hope. It's um, awesome. I also did get uh, me and a friend went to a Walmart. Pretty big fan of He Man back in the day, and not That's, so much yeah. anymore. I don't I don't collect anything from that, but. Mega Constructs, which is, you know, the knockoff Lego brand that's been doing, that's found success in uh, intellectual property acquisitions uh, in the past, you know, 10, 20 years, or 15 years, uh, with Halo was really big for them, Call of Duty, really big for them, those are all over the Walmart shelves, you know, they, they've got a section on their own where it's just all that stuff. And they had some pretty impressive figures at one time. They were really heavy into uh, Halo. They had all the vehicles and everything. But they have started doing licensed properties in smaller, just minifigure form. Masters of the Universe. I picked up Man-at-Arms and Evil Lynn. They've got like eight figures Ooh. out. And um, what I really want them to do is to put out a set. Or This is a building block set. And these characters are only like inch and a half tall. I mean it's just okay. it's just neat to have. They're like right. they're like three bucks. They could do a Castle Grayskull set out of out of these blocks. And it would only just, be, it'd only be like twelve inches high. Yeah, I started to say it'd be like a one foot Castle Grayskull. Dude, that would be awesome. I would pick that up for my desk at work. Well uh, that's the thing. They haven't done anything like that. The closest I've seen is they've they've got a box set of the figures you can buy all of them in one shot, but I haven't seen. I looked at this uh, last toy fair and 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 shows that they've presented anything and haven't seen anything. They haven't done a vehicle. They haven't done a playset. Huh. All right, I'll have to go buy some to increase their sales. Yeah, I think they would. They would do really well if. Uh, and I don't know. Who Mega Constructs? I think they're their own company. Yeah, it's not like a brand of Hasbro or anything like that. But if they could acquire like the GI Joe license, they would go crazy with this. Either that or Hasbro make their own. But um, it, it it just makes sense. They're really collectible, and, and I think they're great. That's awesome. Um, and uh, other than. Um, at the same time, no, I talked about the comics last week, so they were, they were sitting in front of me. You're all set. I'm done. Are we ready to move on to Have You Seen It? Absolutely. Well, my, my Have You Seen It is nothing new, it's nothing fancy, but it was on Netflix, and while my family was sleeping, I watched one of my favorite fun films, Jason X. Cryogenic girl. Are you oh, me? dude, yes, cryogenic Jason wreaking havoc on a spaceship is so much fun. I forgot how, like, how much fun I had watching that film. I, 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 I forgot about all the other <laughs> film, deaths. film, film, all the all the deaths that <laughs> lead up there are so good. But my favorite, you don't even get to see until the very end, my favorite death out of this whole thing is where they throw out the uh, the 80s hologram. And he's like, it's the girls, and they're like, hey, we're over here having premarital sex and doing drugs. 
And he like goes over and they crawl on their sleeping bags and he picks them up and like beats them against this tree. It is so funny. I laugh way too hard every time because there's this noise that one of the girls makes when he hits against the tree. And it's like, eh. <laughs> I, I, I just can't have a sadistic sense of humor. And Jason X is just so much fun. Like, if you love cheesy horror films, the Friday the 13th series is just incredible. And Jason X was one of those where when I seen it, I was like, I I need to own this. And now that it's on Netflix, it reminded me. I I hope I wonder if there's a Blu-ray copy of this cuz I will go and buy it. Probably the most fun I've had with a horror film would either be Scream or Oh, oh wait. Probably what? probably Final Destination. Oh, Final Destination. That's a good one. Because it's ridiculous. I, I mean, like, the whole premise is well, ridiculous. A, the deaths well, are ridiculous. A, well, I seen a meme the other day that said, Final Destination does not get enough credit for being a great movie. I guarantee you, you don't drive behind a log truck. Yeah, yeah. You, you just don't do it because you're like, Dadgum Final Destination movie, I'm moving away from this thing. <laughs> Uh, I recently but, seen the one where they're at a racetrack. No, I need, uh, dude. I like the Final Destination films as well. I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for cheesy horror films, man. They're good. They're good. So that, that's it. Uh, all I watched was nothing fancy. Jason X. Uh, I made several plans to watch actual. Uh, I was going to watch Bird Box, but plans change and things happen. But hopefully this week, uh, I should have a little more time on my hands uh, this coming Friday. Hopefully I'll be able to sneak in uh, a movie here and there, and I'll have a little more interesting thing to say than Jason X next week. On social media, uh, to follow me, uh, I'm on Instagram, Maynard98. Uh, on Twitter, at Maynard98. You can find me. At Ricky Westbrook on Twitter, you can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can hit us both at Not So Southern Gentleman at gmail.com. It's true. It is an email account. It does work uh, both ways. That's about it, man. It's been a great episode for Not So Southern Gentleman. I'm Sean. All apologies to Joe. We just ran out of time. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>